Good morning, everybody! And welcome to this week's announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It's the week of August 21st, 2022. Hope everyone's having a great week so far. Pretty excited myself. This is the first uh, first weekend of football season coming up. College football is getting started. High school football's already started. It's always my favorite season, so we've got football every weekend now until sometime in February, I think, so pretty pretty pumped about that. Let's get to our trivia winner for last week. Thanks to everybody who participated. Randomly selected this week was Brittany Martin, Region 16, so congratulations, Brittany. You'll have a gift card coming your way. So thanks to everyone who participated. Um, Brittany, you'll have a gift card coming to you from Amazon, so be on the lookout for that today. And if you want to participate, listen in, and we'll get to the question later on in the episode. As we usually do, I'd like to start off with a success story. Received this from uh, Kim Hale in Region 16, working with a fatherhood engagement case. Kim said, I've been working with Walter since March 19, 2022 for fatherhood engagement services. He had not seen his children for a year at this point. Kim went on to say, I've been working with him since our first session to get his supervised visits taken off hold. She spoke with the family case manager and finally got the, got the case off hold. And his first visit was on May 9, 2022. Besides starting his visits again, the referral wanted him to get a bigger uh, place, a residence, to accommodate the children and to get some parenting skills education. Walter has met with, met with the Kim every week since the level opened. And we've worked through the fatherhood engagement curriculum with him being fully cooperative and active in the discussions. Walter was also able to move from one bedroom apartment into a two bedroom house last week. He's now working three full, full, jo- or full jobs, one full time and two part time. They've completed a budget ensuring he can afford his new house. So again, fatherhood engagement services, the curriculum was worked, sounds like pretty well. Had a, had a, had a father able to see his children for the first time in, in over a year. And it sounds like the case is on the right track now. We hope Walter continues his success. And good job, Kim, for uh, believing in him and working with this father. Some reminders for those of you that work in the Bloomington office or could be traveling to the Bloomington office to work. The front door of the Bloomington office is locked after 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and the entire weekend. Please use the back door during those off times. So again, the front door is locked. Monday through Friday after 5 p.m. and the entire weekend. Always use the back door during those times. All staff and clients should enter through the back. You have to use the key card to get in. Please do not unlock the front sliding door. It will trigger an alarm, which then the police will respond. So, of course, we don't want that to waste their resources when we could just go in the back door. Attempts to locate. When attempting to locate a client or a placement, Attempt to locate slips or be left on their doors. Under no circumstances should any staff member put an ATL slip inside of a person's mailbox. This is against the law and it may not even get the person or persons you're trying to reach. In addition, make sure you are never putting any uh, personal health information on an ATL slip you are living in a residence. It will include your information. If you have any questions, please refer to page 118 in the Field Staff Practice Guide or talk to your supervisor. So again, make sure we are not putting any ATL slips or other uh, documentation or paperwork inside of clients' mailboxes. 
repeat, but when driving in the field, uh, your undivided attention is expected and necessary for your safety, the safety of our clients, and the safety of those commuting in our community. If you're ever driving, identify and there are suspicious activities such as someone following you as you're driving, please take the following precautions. Enter the closest public space. Don't ever pull over the side of the road, especially out in, out in the, where there is no other public people around. If the person behind you is driving aggressively, if you like they're, feel like they're tailgating you or uh, just looking aggressive, go ahead and call 911. Or if there's no public space available that you can pull over, call 911 in that situation as well, always using hands-free if you are driving. Avoid pulling over or stopping your vehicle in an unpopulated area. Never un under any circumstance roll your window down or exit your vehicle if an unknown vehicle pulls up behind or beside you and then they approach your car. If they do approach your car, communicate with the doors and windows closed and locked to identify if it is safe to engage with this individual. And then contact your supervisor if you see suspicious vehicle activity when you are in a client's home area, like a neighbor's watching you or they're trying to engage with you. If you like additional information about worker safety, it is in the Field Staff Practice Guide starting on page 68. As always, you can reach out to your supervisor or you can also reach out to the Safety Committee, which is simply Safety Committee at IHBS.us if you'd like additional support or want to report a safety concern. HIPAA reminders per our HIPAA workstation use policy on pages uh, 11 and 12, personnel must log off the system if they leave the computer terminal for a period of time. This would include your uh, iPads. In a continued effort to, to protect PHI at each workstation, case names on dry erase boards need to be coded as a first name, first two letters of last name. Information will be erased from the board when it's no longer necessary. The staff member should need to walk away from the dry erase board while PHI is visible on it. It needs to be covered up when possible and then behind a locked door. Another reminder about WIC benefits. Reminder that anybody on Indiana WIC WIC benefits will not be available Friday, August 26th through Sunday, August 28th. That's this coming weekend. So WIC benefits will not be available Friday, August 26th through Sunday, August 28th. On those days, you will not be able to buy food or formula with the WIC card. You will not be able to call the phone number on the back of your eWIC card. You will not be able to use the NWIC mobile app to check current benefits or scan UPC codes. codes. Unused WIC benefits that expire on these days will not be refunded, so they need to be used prior to Friday, August 26th. If you have SNAP benefits, they will still be available on those days. And WIC benefits will be available again on Monday, August 29th. So check with clients who have WIC. They will not be available this coming weekend, Friday through Sunday. And if their uh, funds expire on those days, they will not be refunded. So they need to be used prior to that. Reminder, we got uh, Labor Day coming up now in just a couple weeks. Labor Day is Monday, September the 5th. All documentation for uh, previous work week is going to be due on Sunday, September 4th, 2022 at 8 a.m. local time. That's for everybody. Documentation for the previous week prior to Labor Day is due on Sunday, September 4th. All staff, of course, are expected to adhere to the coverage policy. Labor Day week is a, is a pay week, so we need everyone's cooperation in order to get the payroll processed during that week. So all of our billing department will be working on that Sunday. 
So we got to make sure they have things to do. We got we got to get ahead of things. They still get their holiday, of course, on Monday, and then they'll be off on that following Friday as well. But they do work on Sunday, September the fourth. So we need everyone's documentation in on that day. Reminder: Make sure you are always acknowledging your holidays on CTT for the week. So make sure you're putting that on your on your timesheets. If your work days are Monday through Friday, if you're a flex worker, please make sure you indicate Monday, September 5th is your holiday. If your normal work days are Tuesday through Saturday, your holiday will be acknowledged on Tuesday, September 6th. If your normal work days are Wednesday through Saturday, if you're on a reduced schedule, if you're trying to do full 40 hours in four days, make sure you indicate your holiday on Tuesday, September 6th as well. If your normal work days are Sunday through Thursday, your holiday will be acknowledged on Labor Day, Monday, September 5th. Make sure you put that on your CTT. You are required to work on Sunday, September the 4th, unless you put in for a PTO day. If your normal work days are Sunday through Wednesday, you'll be off on your normal days, and Monday, September 5th will be your holiday. This may require you to work later in the week to ensure clients' needs are met, though. We could be looking for volunteers, so if you want to volunteer to work on Labor Day, please let us know in some uh, rare circumstances, we may have to ask someone to work. It is rare, though. If you're willing to do so, let your supervisor know. But other than that, all team members should be off on Labor Day unless they're requested to work by the office. So as always, we hope everyone has a safe, fun holiday. Remember, we've got the Recovery Community Cafe Summer Series. We're starting to wrap up here. Only two to go. Recovery Community Cafe is a virtual eight-week series that helps individuals in recovery from substance abuse connect with supportive community and build resiliency. August 23rd, that's today's recording. That topic is on mental health and emotions. Then there's one on August 30th, and that's going to wrap up the summer series. If you have questions about Recovery Community Cafe, please reach out to Recovery Coach Amanda Colvin at 812-583-1480 or Deb Cooper at 812-483-8369. There is a, they should be hanging around your offices. So if you know someone in recovery or someone that's supporting someone in recovery, this is open to them to attend. You can scan the QR code to attend or you can reach out to Amanda or Deb to register as well. Got our staff cafe coming up for all of our team members on Money Matters. Staff cafe is a relaxed, judgment-free opportunity for IHBS team members to connect and build professional and personal vitality. There's a QR code for that too that uh, should be hanging in your offices. If not, again, reach out to Deb Cooper on that. Staff Cafe will be on Tuesday, August 30th from 9 to 10 Central or 10 to 11 Eastern Time. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and do the trivia. Trivia for this week. Simple yes or no. Please email your answer to Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. Trivia for this week is... Is it ever okay to put an attempt to locate slip or other documentation inside of a client's mailbox? Yes or no? Are you ever able to put attempt to locate or other documentation inside of a client's mailbox? Yes or no? Please email Gary Emmons with the correct answer. If you give me the correct answer, you'll be entered into a drawing for an Amazon gift card. Last but not least, we've got some COVID stuff. COVID guidelines are the same for everybody now, vaccinated or unvaccinated. If you do test positive, you do have to stay home for five days uh, to ensure that you're not going to pass that on to other people. If your symptoms are resolved after five days, you can leave your house, but you need to wear a mask for an additional five days, 10 total. 
If you have a fever, stay home until that fever resolves. If you've been exposed to someone who has tested positive for COVID-19, and that would be if you're within six feet of someone for greater than 15 minutes over a 24-hour period of time, that means you've been exposed. You're going to start precautions immediately, but you do not have to quarantine any longer unless you are now symptomatic. You should wear a mask as soon as you find out you're exposed. Day zero is the day of your last exposure, and day one is the first full day after your last exposure. You should continue precautions for 10 full days. You can still develop COVID-19 up to 10 days after you've been exposed, so take precautions. Wear a high-quality mask when you're around others inside your home or, um, or indoors in public. Take precautions if you'll be around people who are more likely to get sick from COVID-19. Watch for symptoms, which is a fever of 100 or greater, a cough, shortness of breath. And again, if you develop symptoms after you've been exposed, isolate immediately. Get tested, which they always recommend to get tested on day six. So get tested at least five full days after your last exposure. Test even if you don't have symptoms. If you do test and test negative, continue to take precautions through day 10. If you have any questions about COVID, always reach out to Susan Minkarski or Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury, and we'll help you out with that. But other than that, guys, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for everything. Have a great week. Keep on taking care of those kids and families. We appreciate all you guys. Take care. Have a great week.